I'm going to ask Daryl to start some door prizes. I believe we will start off with uh, three $25 door prizes from PCAB. And uh, we have uh, Sherry Richardson reaching into the jar of joy. IP first, Everett Elm. The second one is for the same prize, same type of prize, I should say. Marilee Richards. She's on Zoom. Hi, Marilee. Congratulations. Congratulations. And we have one more. Heidi Coggins. Congratulations, Heidi. Good morning, everyone. This is Judy Brown, and I'm part of the advocacy committee here for Washington Council of the Blind. And I'd like to introduce my uh, special guest, uh, Julie Wise of King County Voting. Let's give her some applause. Good morning, everyone. How are you? Happy Friday. I mean, you guys still have work to do tomorrow, so I don't know if it's Friday for you, but okay. Um, good morning. My name is Julie Wise, and I am the King County, the elected King County Director of Elections. I have the great privilege of serving the 1.4 million registered voters of King County. And I am a 40-something-year-old, five-foot-nine Caucasian woman with very long, dark brown hair. And I'm wearing a um, magenta sweater this morning. So again, I have had uh, the, the great honor of serving in elections as a civil servant for the last 22 years. Um, I joined King County Elections as a temporary worker in 2000, answering phones in our phone bank. And, um, and you'll see actually that many employees at King County started as temporary employees. I spent um, the last 20 some years working in every single position at King County elections from helping voters to verifying signatures to doing even some geographical information um, work which is around the precincts and districts. And here I am 22 years on from that first election. I am a nationally and state certified election administrator and I am very honored to lead an award-winning team dedicated to innovation and ensuring that every voter can make their voice heard. It's been an honor to serve. Um, I'm going to talk in a lot more detail about specific efforts like electronic ballot return, but I also wanted to spend a few minutes sharing about how we at King County Elections approach our work. King County, again, is the largest county in Washington state, we are the 12th largest in the nation, again, with about 1.4 million registered voters who keep us very busy by moving in and out and around the county, changing their names and just living their lives. Uh, we make up approximately one third of our state's electorate, and we've been voting entirely by mail since 2009. Since taking office as Director of Elections in 2016, I've been really focused on removing barriers to voting and making sure that our elections are accurate and secure. We've increased the number of ballot drop boxes from just 10 in early 2016 to now 76 across King County. That means that 96% of our voters live within just a three mile radius of a ballot drop box. And in our more urban areas, 75% of folks live within just a mile of a drop box. We've also implemented prepaid postage so that you do not need a stamp to return your ballot. I've pushed for changes in Olympia 
uh, to make voting more accessible, like same-day voter registration, rights restoration for individuals on community custody, and more opportunities for young people to engage in elections. In King County, we know that elections can and must be both secure and accessible because that's the kind of election we run here every day. One thing we also prioritize at King County Elections is hearing from the community on barriers they face and issues that matter to them. These conversations of people's lived experience with voting have brought about countless changes, large and small. And that connection to community is ultimately what democracy is truly all about. We are fortunate to have a group of incredible volunteers who provide counsel to us as part of our Disability Advisory Committee, which includes the wonderful Judy Brown, who asked me here to speak today. Something that committee has repeatedly advocated for is electronic ballot return, which is what I want to talk with you all about this morning. First, a little context and history. Currently, and for many years, our service and overseas voters have had the opportunity to return their ballot back to us electronically, either by fax or email. This is essential as they can find themselves in places without reliable postal service or extremely long transit times. And our overseas and service voters love having that option available to them, and many use it in every single election. Currently, two-thirds of our 28,000 overseas and service voters elect to receive their ballot electronically from us, and typically as many as 58% return it to us by fax and email. Regular voters previously had this option as well. They could return their ballot by fax or email until 2018, but they were then required to follow up with their paper materials to have their vote counted. Essentially, the electronic return held their place in line, if you will. So if something came up at a last minute and they couldn't make it to the ballot drop box, they could still make their voice heard. The Secretary of State's office eliminated this option back in 2018 due to security concerns. And since then, we've really been interested in ways to bring that option back and ultimately make electronic return more secure. One opportunity we had to see how electronic ballot return could look was with the King Conservation District election. My office runs elections for more than 190 jurisdictions, and we run them all exactly the same way. Oddly, in Washington state law, there are a handful of districts that follow a different set of rules, including conservation districts. They run their own elections and must hold them in the first quarter of the year. Historically, turnout for the Conservation District election has been incredibly small. In fact, just 0.2% in 2019. And in 2020, they asked for our help at King County elections. While we all agreed that putting a ballot in every voter's hands would be ideal, it was not financially possible for the district to mail out more than 1 million ballots to conservation district voters. So we had to get creative. Our team took on their ballot processing work and we connected them with our partner who provides our online ballot access program, Democracy Live. 
to develop a tool that would be easier for our voters because they had more latitude in running the election, King Conservation District and Democracy Live implemented an online portal that let voters access their ballot electronically, sign it on their computer, tablet, or phone, and return to us through a secure online portal. What's important to know is that this wasn't online voting. Nothing was being counted online. No votes were tabulated when voters submitted their ballot. Voters were simply marking a ballot, signing on the screen, and then transmitting their ballot PDF back to us via a portal designed to keep their choices confidential and deliver those documents to us in a secure inbox. We then processed those ballots just like any other. We printed out the voters' choices, we verified the voter's signature, and we scanned the ballot in our secure tabulation system, just like we would a ballot returned by mail or in a drop box today. We followed similar privacy and security procedures that we do when processing the ballots returned by service and overseas voters to ensure that the voter's ballot remains private only to them. This approach worked great. Voters loved it. It was easy and convenient, and the portal was user-friendly. Our ballot processing team at King County Elections also loved it. We no longer had any missing signatures because you couldn't submit your ballot without a signature. Our I-team and security experts loved it. The portal is significantly more secure than fax or email. Now, while King Conservation District ultimately still wants to get their elections on a regular ballots, they've continued to use the same solution since 2020 for their yearly elections, and it's worked well for them and for our voters. Okay, that was a lot of information and background. So with all that said, what am I getting at? What's the point of today? What's next? Well, in collaboration with our Disability Advisory Committee, we've worked on legislation that would allow all voters to access such a tool. We know that a number of other states are either already providing this option or working toward it. Michigan allows voters with certain disabilities to return an electronic ballot. California, Oregon, and Washington, D.C. have all recently proposed or passed bills expanding access to electronic return options. And the Bipartisan Policy Center has recommended that states provide an online ballot request portal that is accessible to all voters. I firmly believe that providing an online return option to all voters is the right thing to do. Not only would this create a more secure return method for overseas and service voters, as opposed again to email or fax, but it would also expand access for younger voters and voters with a disability who are nearly twice as likely to encounter difficulties voting. It would also position Washington state ahead of potential lawsuits like some we've seen in North Carolina around not giving voters with disabilities access to the same options that are made available to our overseas and service voters. As we start to talk more about this legislation and with lawmakers and our voters, I expect some to be skeptical about the security or the necessity of expanding electronic ballot return. One question I've already gotten is why now with everything else going on in elections? And the answer is, if not now, when? 
how much longer do people need to wait to have a voting system that actually works for them, that is secure and convenient and accessible? It can be done if there is the will to do it. And if we do not start the conversation now, we will be years down the road wondering why we still do not have a solution. I am so grateful to our Disability Advisory Committee, members like Judy, for all their support and work on this issue. I'm grateful to every voter who takes the time to share their story with me and my team so that we can work to remove the real barriers to voting that they and others experience. Expanding electronic ballot return will be King County Elections list of legislative priorities for the 2023 legislative session. And I'm extremely excited to start talking with legislators about it ahead of this session. Thank you so much for having me here this morning. And in addition to electronic return, we're also working on legislation about other ways in which to verify your identity other than just through your signature. If that's a pen, if that's facial recognition, um, if that's voice recognition, we look forward to expanding opportunities um, to have your voices heard. And I am thrilled to be doing this work with you all and with Judy. Plus, I just I just want to I want Judy to be able to throw a party after we pass this legislation because she seems like she'd throw a really great party uh, that I would like to come to. And um, with that, I'm happy to answer any questions, hear any feedback, suggestions, concerns. I promise I can take criticism well. Uh, hit away. Hi, this is Lynn Carell. I live in Olympia and I was just appointed to the Accessible Community Advisory Committee because I haven't been able to vote accessibly since I moved here. And in Alaska, we got the first voting access bill in the state, in the country for the state of Alaska. So one of the things that is really troubling to me is that they didn't recognize my signature because it changed. And this really needs to happen so that we can have parity and we can be enfranchised like everybody else. Thank you so much, Ms. Wise. Thank you so much for that, for sharing your experience. I think things like PIN numbers and other ways to identify folks is, is necessary. So really appreciate that, that feedback. What are we going to do for the senior citizens who don't have technology, don't have the knowledge how to use technology, how would that be addressed? Thank you so much for your question. What we were just discussing, I think, is really important um, earlier this morning with, with Judy and, and folks from Democracy Live, is that this is about creating additional options and that we can't do a one-size-fits-all. So we need to continue to have our paper mail-in <coughs> ballots. We need to continue to have vote centers. We need to continue to go out to senior centers. And this is providing additional options. So the online access would be in addition to that. Um, and we just need to create more opportunities for folks to engage. So we would want to still keep, again, the paper ballot still going out to senior um, center locations. Um, here in King County elections, if you need someone to bring you a ballot, you call King County elections at 206-296-VOTE. And we will dispatch a team of two to your home, to a senior center, to a hospital to help voters make sure that they can have their voices heard. So please know that that is always an option as well. Um, but you're absolutely right. I appreciate the, the question feedback is that we need to create more additional options. Um, we can't just move everything to online. That's not going to work for everyone. Before I forget, I would like to note 
There's several other sessions that are going to talk around accessible voting um, here today. We're going to be in the vendor room from one to three with the equipment that we have out at our vote centers. Those vote centers are big regional voting opportunities, uh, physical locations across King County. What I would also say is if you ever have any issues with transportation, please call us. We will arrange to get transportation to get you to a vote center if that's how you would like to vote. At this current time, again, please remember you can access your ballot online from the comfort of your home if you want to use your own JAWS readers and print out your ballot. But again, we're here to help. I recently moved and um, I need to register to vote in my new location. Are you going to have a voter registration thing here that will help us register to vote? If you would like to go to the vendor hall at what time was it again, Julie? One o'clock. One o'clock. We will be there from one to three. We would ha be happy to get your change of address. Um, I'm, I'm also happy to do that. Uh, as soon as I get done speaking up here, I can uh, jump on um, online and do that for you as well, sir. Hi. Hi. My name is Gail. And I know you mentioned this uh, accessibility with King County, and I was wondering if that's something available in other counties in Washington. And if not, how do I ask for that at my voting center and how can I help them implement that there? Thank you so much. What a great question. This audience is much larger than just folks in King County. So my apology, accessible voting units are required ac across Washington state. They must be in place in every single county, all 39 counties. Please contact your county auditor or your county elections office. Oftentimes, I think the best way to do that is going to our Washington Secretary of State's office, and they can help you get in touch with your county office. I'm a Muckleshoot tribal member, and I don't have a Washington state ID. I only have a Muckleshoot tribal ID. Can I use that to register to vote? You can use to register to vote either uh, your last four of your social security number or Washington state ID or driver's license. So you could use either one of those to get registered, but there's other options um, I'm sorry, sir. When I say that, I'm thinking about our online voter registration method, but there are a long list of other identification that you can do to get registered to vote. Yes, sir. My name is Denise Colley, and um, I have been actively involved in working with getting accessible, accessible voting in Washington state um, for some time. Uh, about a year ago, I relocated. I'm in the state of Texas. I feel like I'm in a time warp because uh, we have gone about a zillion steps backwards in terms of their um, accessible voting requirements and their insistence at this point that we must provide paper ballots. If I wanted to start a dialogue with our state, what kinds of recommendations would you make in terms of how do we talk with them about the whole issue around security? Denise, that's a... That's a doozy of a question. That's a, that's a hard question right there to, to unpack and unload a little bit. I, I do feel very fortunate to be running elections in, in, in Washington state. I mean, the reality is, is that the landscape of elections is unlike anything I've seen in the 22 years that I've been running elections. There's frankly a, a war on elections and democracy itself, where we have states like Texas that only allow one drop box for an entire county with millions and millions of voters in it. So what you need to do to, to promote change, I think about 
um, you, my friend Judy here talking about, you know, um, making your voice, you know, through protest by getting together with other organizations to rally up and get loud about what your needs are, you know, getting legislators on your side, but banding together with community members across your state and your region, I think is always helpful. The, the, um, the voice that you see in numbers is also, I think, incredibly important. Trying to find legislators that are on your side and understand to try to start getting movement. And I'll just be really frank here, and, and maybe this won't make me a, a fan favorite. I think lawsuits are appropriate in certain times in our lives. We've seen successful lawsuits from activists in the community of uh, individuals with disabilities, like in North Carolina, where you sue the state and say it is against the federal law to intimidate or to have barriers to voting. So I would say, sue them. And I'm ha happy to be part of that lawsuit and help out in any way that I can. I'd like to just encourage everybody to go to the offices and vote on their accessible machines. Um, we live in Island County on Woodby Island, and my husband is the only person that's been using that machine since they started having it. And his theory is use it or lose it. Go and use the machines would be wonderful. So I just like to thank and Julie for coming and talking to us. And just to remind everybody, this afternoon at 1 p.m. in the vendor room, you can trial out an electronic voting machine if you've never done it before. I've never done it before, so I'm going to be there. And at 2.30 this afternoon, also, we're going to have Democracy Live demonstrate how their electronic ballot works online. And for the paper ballot people, that also generates a paper ballot. So just you're marking your ballot online, but that generates a paper ballot. So that helps the law here in Washington state that also wants paper ballots, but please be active. And uh, after this Excuse convention, me. I'll be emailing things out about how you can go ahead and contact your legislators to help support this legislation. How you can contact your uh, county auditors so that you can uh, get registered to vote or to actual vote. Because remember, voting day is November 8th. Thank you. You can do as I did. I went to the county auditor's office. I'm now part of the Skagit County Disabled Voters Committee. Be on a committee and make a change. You can be part of instead of apart from. Well, then I'm just going to choose this door prize out of here because I don't know what else to do. Okay, so this says um, United Blind of Walla Walla. Thank you for brailing your envelopes. Uh, it's a $25 prize. Harry Bishop, she is here. All right. So we do another one, Andy? I think so. Don't you? Yeah, do one more. Okay. This is another $25 door prize from Walla Walla. William Bellina. Oh, All right, you. William. If you win a door prize, you need to raise your hand. And of course, you'll have to be in the room to win. And then the door prize people will get that prize to you. 